Ron Van Dam hopes that his show will tickle your fancy. We suggest covering your fancy with both hands. This is the Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It's the Ron Van Dam Show. Welcome to the jungle. Hold on tight, things can get a bit weird, if you like that sort of thing. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the program. It is the Ron Van Dam Show. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Gather round, kids. Ron's going to tell you a story that you won't believe. Gather around, kids. <laughs> On second thought, don't. I gotta tell you, my show is really not for children, nor is it for adults. That limits my listenership considerably. enough theme music. Let's not overdo it, okay? How are you? How you doing, man? You're looking all right, huh? What did you do? Did you wash your hair last night? I think you did. Look at you. Look look at you. Look at you. (laughs) You know, it really starts the day out great. I talk about this a lot. When you uh, brush your teeth in the morning. Oh, you don't? Oh, well, you should. When you brush your teeth in the morning and you look in the mirror uh, and you say to yourself, oh, I'm looking all right, that's going to be a great day. That is going to be a day that you will not forget as being wonderful. And if somebody comes up to you in the middle of the day and says, hey, how you doing? How are things going? Your response is going to be, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing really well because I looked in the mirror this morning when I was brushing my teeth and I looked pretty good. However, however, if you look in the mirror in the morning, and um, you go, that's not, that's just not a good thing to look at. Uh, I'm disgusting. The rest of the day is going to be pretty much a downer. Because you're going to misconstrue everything when people say, hey, how you doing? Why? Do I look like I'm not doing well? Okay. You've got an attitude. Apparently, no matter what anybody says to you, you're going to turn into a negative thing. So never mind. Hey, what do you want for dinner tonight? What are you saying that I don't know what I want for dinner? Is that what you're implying? (laughs) That's called marriage, by the way. (laughs) You take it out on your closest person. (laughs) I'm angry about stuff. Who's closest to me right now? Who's going to take the brunt of my anger? Uh, Who's closest? You? Get over here. Listen to me. Listen to me and malign you because I'm not happy today. Yeah, when someone says to you, yeah, I'm not happy, and then get your, get your tennis and sneakers shoes on and get out of there. Run for the hills. Yeah. You know, there's a theory that when you choose friends, they should be a positive people because when they're positive, they sound positive. The positive rub, rubs off on you. You get positive all over your clothes. You can't get it out. You try various laundry detergents and pre-washes, and you can't get it out. You can't get out that positive. 
it's even worse with the negative. Have you ever been with somebody who's negative? Hey, I think I've kind of been that person sometimes where, uh, you know, there's how are you? Oh, it's terrible. My, my feet are about to fall off. I don't know. I can't stand anything. Everything's going wrong. I, okay. Good times. Good times. Uh, what else do you want to talk about that's horrible to make me feel like I live in a world of shit as well? Yeah, you know, they bring you down, man. See, with me, it's the opposite. I tend to, uh, my friends tend to be horrible, despicable people. Um, but in comparison, I'm pretty good then. <laughs> it depends on how you look at it. Is the glass half empty? Or do you need your glass filled a little bit more because you're being cheated because you paid for a full glass? Yeah, that's me. That's me. Anyway, uh, this, we're five minutes into the show, and I've basically said absolutely nothing. Oh, yesterday, I was with an acquaintance. That's somebody that I know who thinks that they're my friend but isn't really. I consider them an acquaintance because I happen to know their name. That's a close relationship for me. So this acquaintance uh, is uh, addressing me and says, hey, I got to tell you, dude, you called me dude. Do I look like I, I own a horse ranch or something? Am I wearing a cowboy hat? No. Do I have spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle? Whatever that phrase is. I'm sure I have that wrong. Whatever that is. Do I have spurs that do that stuff? No. <laughs> do you see a pitchfork with hay at the end? No. So why did you call me dude? Do you consider me sheriff of a small town that's under siege by the outlaws? Why, why, why are you? Why didn't you call me deputy? Why are you calling me, dude? Does it look like I own a dude ranch full of dudes, where I'm not the only dude, but there's a ranch of them? Do you think I like ranch dressing? Because I don't. Well, it's not bad, not too bad, but I don't go for it as a first choice. Why did you call me dude? And my acquaintance said to me, wow, you're weird. You went into this whole diatribe about, uh, <laughs> I was surprised that the guy said that word. You go into this whole diatribe about, about how I called you a dude. Chill out, man. It wasn't, oh, you called me man. You addressed me by my species and my sexual preference as far as that goes. Wow, you called me man. Uh, but then I realized people call everybody man, even when they're referring to a woman. Uh, if they're talking to a woman, they'll go, hey, man, that's not a man, that's a woman. I know, it's a thing that we use. Women call each other guys. They do. Hey, guys, what do you want to do tonight? You want to go clubbing, guys? We're, we're all girls. Why are you calling us guys? It's a general term that we always use in the male aspect of things. That's why. So I am now officially, according to my acquaintance, I'm a dude. I'm a dude. I'm walking around bow-legged and everything like I just got off of a horse. I'm a dude. I'm a dude. <laughs> I could Google the word dude and find out all about that. But again... I don't Google really very much unless I'm desperate. 
I don't go to down to the library either. I don't go to the library. I go to the library, as I said on a previous show, I go to the library when I don't want to hear anybody talking. And if they do talk, they have to, have to whisper. And if they talk too loud, they're, they are arrested and um, flogged and killed. So the library is a great place if you want a quiet space. As far as all those books are concerned, that's a bit much. A eh, bit, a bit I get the idea you got books, all right? That's a lot. That's a lot to handle. I donate books to the library. Not because I care if anybody reads them. It's to get them the hell out of my house. I mean, I, I don't, you know, stuff is cluttering. I could throw the books out, but apparently that's not right. So I donate them. I figure I'm not going to donate blood. I need that shit. But the books, I don't need them anymore. I already read them. Books are interesting in a way. Now there's audio books where you don't have to read them. Somebody reads them to you. Oh, we're going back to childhood. (laughs) Mommy's going to read to me in an audio book style. It's kind of weird, huh? Anyway, so I was called dude, and I'm officially a dude. You may call me dude if you wish, but I don't like it, but you can do what you want. I don't really care. I've told this story before because I've told everything before. I've been on the air for 30 years. Man, what have I not talked about? This is getting pathetic, isn't it? All you can do is repeat yourself. (sighs) Every time I walk into a convenience store, I feel really good. It's, It's a great feeling. I walk in, and... Whether the people behind the counter are American or obviously not, it doesn't matter because I will inevitably, no matter what time of day, I will walk into a convenience store and the convenience store clerk, the guy behind the counter, the girl behind the counter, will call me boss. And I don't correct them. I don't say, no, I'm not the boss. I may look like your boss, but I'm just a customer. But thank you for giving me the title of a superior, a managerial kind of guy, they call me boss. And once, just once in my entire career of being a boss in a convenience store, I did say to the clerk, because I was in a snappy, sarcastic mood, ooh, really, does that happen often? Yeah, they call me, they say, hi, thank you, boss. And I said, oh, I'm your boss. You're fired. Pack your stuff up in a box and get the hell out of here. You called me boss. I'm firing you. And, you know, for some reason, uh, the guy didn't think that was funny. I don't know why not. I thought that was a riot. Hey, if you're selling hot dogs and uh, lottery tickets and scratch tickets, you better think that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that job either. There really isn't. There isn't. I just don't understand why people who work there are, are from other countries. It's like, it's amazing. It's great. It's great. But it's also amazing. But it's great. But it's also amazing. Yeah, but it's great, isn't it? Yes, but it's also amazing. I'm a dude. I'm a dude. Just like Mott the Hoople. <gasps> a reference that nobody's getting. Do you know who Mott the Hoople is, was? This is going to gauge how old you are. 
Mata Hoople was a uh, a rock band group before you were born, around the time of Jesus, apparently. Mata Hoople, uh, they were kind of like a one-hit wonder kind of band, and their one-hit wonder was all the young dudes, if I recall correctly. I'm not Googling, I'm just recalling. So that's why I said that. But nonetheless, we have just defined our ages here. Anybody out of my generation would not know what the hell I'm talking about. Unless, no, there's no unless. You wouldn't know who the hell I'm talking about. Google Mata Hoople. Ooh, that sounded, that was a strange phrase. Google Mata Hoople. <laughs> and the song All the Young Dudes Will Come Up. It's a cool song. It really is. It'll become your favorite song, even though you don't know what I'm talking about. All the young dudes, Mata Hoople. Not now. No, 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 no. Hey, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Put your phone down. Not now. Not now. After my show. Do not do it now. References have changed, by the way. We, uh, our entire history and our entire calendar system and the way that we gauge the years on this planet and otherwise are all defined by Jesus. Did you know that? Of course you did. Everything is B.C., before Christ, or A.D., after Christ, they just got the D wrong. Supposed to be, yeah, I know. Yeah. It should be BC and AC or ACDC. This is confusing. Anyway, apparently Christ was so influential uh, in, in existence that we, even, even scientists refer to it before Christ and after Christ. Oh my God, that's influential. I mean, you want to make a mark on society, that's a mark. I mean, yeah, if they refer to existence and the time of existence based on you, that's it's like it's an incredible, an incredible weight on your shoulders. But that's the way we used to refer to things, you know, before Christ, after Christ. Now it's changed. Now it's before COVID and after COVID. BC is before COVID and after COVID is AC. COVID's still around, don't get me wrong. Actually, COVID has returned in a big way. Jesus never returned, but COVID did. People have more COVID now than they had a couple of years ago of COVID. It's a COVID kind of world. Boy, huh? Talking about letting the cat out of the bag. Nice job. That lab there, if that's the case, you know, that let this uh, this germ out. You know, lock your doors. If you work in a lab, lock your doors behind you. What, do you live in a barn? Someone left the door open and uh, the COVID uh, germ got out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ran amok. 
Anyway, I heard uh, people yesterday, acquaintances once again. I have a lot of acquaintances. Because <laughs> I'm a dude. My acquaintance, uh, acquaintances were uh, actually referring constantly to before COVID and after COVID. Yeah, before COVID, I had this job and I used to work out all the time. After COVID, uh, not so much anymore. Oh, that was a before COVID thing. Yeah, remember way back before COVID, before we had COVID? No, that's a long time ago. Remember after COVID, where in, uh, after COVID when uh, the, there was like a shipping embargo kind of? Yeah, I do. That's cool. Yeah, I remember all of that. Yeah. Yeah, when I was young and before COVID, we used to uh, get up and change the TV channel ourselves. That was before COVID. Now after COVID, we have remotes and things like that. Yeah, I know. So now COVID is marking time, you see. Do you understand this? Are you following me? Are you writing this down? Write it down because you may need it someday. But it's true, right? That's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have uh, a guest today uh, that is uh, going to discuss something, and I don't know what it is, uh, but it will happen. (laughs) So we're going to do that. But before we do, we have a commercial break, and uh, it's going to be fascinating in itself. By the way, um, when I do these commercials on this program, I'm not insinuating that you should buy the product in any way, shape, or form, because you really should not. But... um, you know, whatever. This commercial is really not a commercial. We are actually in a situation where this show is growing immensely in size and proportion. And uh, we need some extra help. Uh, we are looking for employees. So if you're interested, who knows? Are you looking for a career in the fast-paced world of radio and podcasting? Good news. New England Broadcasting is now hiring. That's right, you could have a chance to work with 30-year broadcasting icon Ron Van Dam on his daily show and all the other fine programs on New England Broadcasting. Immerse yourself in the non-stop action of a broadcasting career where every day you'll be responsible for things like warming up Ron's coffee, getting more coffee, cleaning unspeakable schmutz off microphones, semi-regular toenail and ear hair trimming, checking the dryer to see if Ron's underpants are toasty warm, Helping Ron into his toasty warm underpants. Telling Ron he sounds good. Checking to see if Shanahan is sober enough to do some bits. Reassuring Ron that you're not lying, he does sound good. Unclogging the studio toilet. Yes, every day. Fending off Ron's fan. Intermittent waxing. And taking calls from Ron's exciting guests. From that lady who wrote a book on diseases only frogs get, to the D-list celebrity who's thrilled to be the official spokesperson for the American Nasal Impaction Society. You might be wondering if you're right for the job. Qualifications include an unironic interest in radio, knowing who Ron is in the first place, a tolerance for supernatural levels of flatulence, and at least one year of experience in dealing with grumpy old people who talk to themselves. If that sounds like you, your future is waiting at New England Broadcasting. Mia Sin joins us now. She's a nationally recognized nutrition expert and registered dietitian. She's been with us before. She always delights us with great ideas and tips, and this is no different. Uh, I understand, Mia, that this is the start of another calendar year. Who knew, right? I know. Who knew? It happens, you know, every year. (laughs) It seems to. Yeah, you're right. Um, 
I know a lot of people uh, have the usual resolutions that never really seem to work out, but uh, we're going to give them a shot anyway. I guess uh, we will all start with diet. Everybody talks about that or wants to lose weight or look better and eat better and be healthy. But that's not as easy, uh, so we might need some tips here. Yeah, I think the key is to make those resolutions realistic, simple, something tangible that you can follow through with. And my number one tip for people trying to eat healthier is to simply cook more meals at home. Mm -hmm. Research shows that meals prepared at home are typically lower in calories, saturated fat, sodium, added sugar than meals prepared outside the home. So my first tip is to stay stocked up on pantry staples. It'll help make those meals come together in a pinch. And Bush's sidekicks are an easy way to add a flavor boost to dishes and kick off the new year right. They're the best quality beans available in a pre-seasoned, slow-simmered savory sauce, so you don't have to do any of the work. And according to several food trend reports, plant-based diets featuring real plants are going to be the buzz in 2024, and these Bush's sidekicks are a really delicious, easy, versatile source of plant-based protein and fiber. You can enjoy them as a ready-to-go side or add to grain bowls, tacos. It's never been easier to yeah. add more bean goodness to your meals. Yeah, they've they've come out with a, uh, a, a, a no-added-sugar uh, baked bean, and it that's fantastic because, you know, that's a lot of sugar in that stuff sometimes. But uh, they've actually, the only ones I know that have a version of that, so kudos to them on that. Okay. Yeah, and that's an excellent idea. Yeah, you control everything if you do it in your own kitchen, that's for sure, because you don't know what's going on behind closed doors in those places. Okay, what about uh, supplements? Everybody's uh, popping a supplement here and there. Yeah, well, protein. So protein is one of the three macronutrients, and it helps us stay more satisfied after your meal. It can um, help support muscle growth and repair. And for some people, it can be hard to get enough. Well, protein powders are an easy, convenient way to up your protein intake. And I recommend the Vega Original Protein because it's a delicious plant-based option. It's available at a great price point, so you're getting more for your dollar. And each serving has 25 grams of protein zero sugar and three grams of fiber and it has a really rich creamy texture so you can add it to your morning smoothies overnight oats or enjoy it on its own as a shake mm-hmm. okay what about uh, getting away from the food and nutrition how about uh, keeping uh, healthy financially Yes, the start of the new year is a great time to prioritize your financial health. And Opportune is a mission-driven fintech focused on helping its members save effortlessly and borrow when needed. Uh, There is an app, so it's the Opportune app, and it takes a personalized and automated approach to savings, helping you make progress on your savings goals when you can afford it. You simply connect your checking account and set your custom savings goals, and the app will learn your spending habits and expenses and then automatically allocate money here and there to your goals in a way that you'll hardly notice, whether it's an emergency fund or a down payment for a car or a much-needed summer vacation. You can download Opportune on Apple and Android devices. It's free for 30 days and then $5 per month thereafter. Oh, okay. So uh, you, you lose weight, you gain money. Okay. Get, <laughs> That's get... right. Well, you know, cooking more at Cooking more at home uh, will save you money as well. So there oh, you yeah. go. yeah, okay, all right. Well, you're really good at connecting things, Mia. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh, what about, uh, what about uh, families? Uh, how, how can they take advantage of this as a whole unit? 
Yeah, I think, you know, cooking at home is a great way to bring the whole family together. Not only not only that, but you're doing something good for your health as well. So that's really my personal New Year's resolution is to cook more meals at home. I know yeah. I'm a dietitian, but yeah. the end of the year is kind of eating out a lot. And I'm, I'm excited to just get back in the kitchen and experiment with new recipes. You can have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, a lot of people that I know say I don't know how to cook, and I say, uh, yes, you do. You, you just stop saying that. <laughs> it's, it's, not a, it's not a big I deal. You can follow a recipe. <laughs> yeah, I mean that too. I mean, come on. Okay, yeah, those are some great tips. Uh, where do we go to uh, get the list? Uh, for more information, you can head to my website, which is nutritionbymia.com. Perfect. Hey, thanks for your time today, and have a great new year, as they say in the business. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. That'll do it for today. You know, we all want to lose weight. We all want to eat healthy. It is a chore, but you know what? It's something to do, especially after COVID, uh, as I referred to earlier. Uh, it's time to get healthy, man. It's all about the medical thing. As we get older in life, and we all do, we have that in common. We all get older all the time. Uh, we want our years to be healthy. If you live longer, you want them to be healthy. You don't want to live longer in a, you know, in a, in a tent. My God, that was a disgusting reference. But you know what I'm talking about. You want to be healthy, and you got to eat healthy. You got to watch what you're putting in your mouth, man. Come on, dude. You know what I'm saying, dude. Come on, guys. Come on, man. Come on, dude. You really have to do that. It's important. It's good for you. Eat healthy. Eat healthy most of the time. You know, and they call it cheating when you have something that's not healthy. That's not cheating. You're just being stupid. It's not cheating. It's cheating. Cheating is when you're in school and you're taking a test and you don't know what the hell you're doing. You don't know any of these things. And the person next to you, not covering their paper too well, but your eyesight is pretty good, and you can see some of those answers. That's cheating. Having a donut is not cheating. It's, it's just your choice of whatever. And if you have a donut every day for breakfast, I'm, I'm not going to have you as a listener very long because you're not going to survive. Sure, you'll be fine when you're a young adult. But when you get older, you're going to pay for that. And I'm not talking about paying for the donut, which has gone up in price considerably, especially the jelly ones that get all over your shirt anyway. I'm talking about you're going to pay for it health-wise. You know, when you go into the doctor's office and they say, um, uh, how many drinks do you have a week? Um, do you exercise? One of the questions should be, do you eat donuts? And if they say yes, then the medical professional should sound the alarm and say, ah, you're, you're awful. They should shame you. They should take a donut and smush it in your face. And the jelly gets all over, all over the place. That's what they should do. They should shame you for eating a donut. Fried dough. Seriously? Come on. Think about it. Fried dough with sugar in it. What are you kidding me? Well, every once in a while, I like to cheat. On your on your spouse? No, with a donut. You should cheat on your spouse rather than having a donut. 
because that's bad cheating or good cheating, no matter. I don't know how you do that. Michael Jackson screwed me up. I mean, no, not not in Neverland. Uh, he screwed me up in a different way. Um, he made the term. You know, he used to say, "Oh, that's a that's a good show, Ron. You did a good show. That was really good." And then they started saying, "Ron, that was a bad show." Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I said it was a bad show. That means it was like really bad, man. That was fantastic. You you can't do bad and fantastic in the same. Yeah, we can, because Michael Jackson turned the word good. Then he he said that bad was actually good. <gasps> he screwed with me. Well, he doesn't screw with me anymore. But Michael, I mean, your music was interesting, uh, was a music for the times. There's no question about it. You were a little weird and funky, but, you know, you're an artist, so we give those people a lot of room. But... Um, when you uh, change the word good into bad, fortunately, that's not used as much anymore that now that Michael has no influence upon us, uh, no, no new influence. Um, so it's kind of going away, but it still is like, uh, oh, that was, man, I had such a good time. That was bad. You said you had a good time. Yeah, it was really bad. Was it bad or, or was it good? It was bad. It was so good. It was bad. It was so good. It was bad. Yeah. That's how bad it was. It was that good. All right. All right. All right. Fine. I'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new program. Yes, I will. Oh, yes, I will. Don't argue with me. Until that time, I wish you peace. (laughs) 